Marhaba from Sibirabou. This is the Rorschach Lebanon update from the 11th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. It's been a while, but we're back. No matter how much we were absent, Lebanon's news never changed. It's 2023 and there's no president yet. In a televised speech on Tuesday, the 3rd of January, Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah, Hezbollah's chief, stressed that domestic dialogues must be held to elect the president and that Hezbollah is keen to resolve conflicts with the Free Patriotic Movement, or FPM, through communication. Back in November, Hezbollah named the Marada chief, Suleiman Frangiye, as a presidential candidate. This came as a shock to its ally, Gevran Basel. Disputes started between the two and ended in Nasrallah confirming that Hezbollah won't lose Basel as an ally. He said that, even though their ally criticized them in public, Hezbollah prefers internal dialogue. Basel has welcomed Nasrallah's remarks, seeing that the Free Patriotic Movement does not want to withdraw its hands as well. A FPM source said that, quote, the FPM is waiting for Hezbollah to take an initiative to pave the way for organizing their relationship in a different manner, end of quote. Also, according to the source, quote, the relation between the two sides is passing through a critical stage, end of quote, because, quote, many things are being misinterpreted. End of quote. On Tuesday, Nasrallah also stressed that the presidential file has nothing to do with the nuclear talks with Iran or the Saudi Iranian talks. He also said that it's Hezbollah's right to name a president that, quote, won't stop the resistance in its back. End of quote. According to Nasrallah, quote, a president who would not stop the resistance would mean a president who would not take the country to civil war. End of quote. Addressing Netanyahu's return to power, Nasrallah said that he wants to tolerate any change to the, quote, rules of engagement, end of quote, between Hezbollah and Israel. On Monday, the 2nd of January, Hezbollah held talks in Bekirki with Maronite Patriarch Beshara al-Rahi. Al-Rahi asked Hezbollah about the nomination of Army Chief General Joseph Own as president. Sayyid Ibrahim al-Sayyid, Hezbollah's official, replied saying that the, quote, President's juncture is somewhere else. End of quote. The Hezbollah official added that, quote, we do not put a veto on anyone, but our opinion is clear and the path toward is consensus and dialogue. End of quote. Al-Rahi said he would agree to Suleiman Frangia's nomination, which means that the Christian blocs are also required to reach an agreement as fast as possible. Speaking about the dispute with Basil, Al-Sayed confirmed that Basil is not, quote, under Hezbollah's umbrella and has never been. End of quote. Moving on, a French-US-Qatari-Saudi meeting will be held in Paris in mid-January to discuss the Lebanese file without any official or political Lebanese presence as an effort from the French president to convince his allies of ending the presidential vacuum in Lebanon. A lot of questions surround this meeting, especially amidst the Lebanese absence. What is the agenda to be discussed? How will the resolution be implemented? And Will there be an agreement on articles related to economic and financial situations? Informed sources ruled out such an agreement, especially since the French have not received a clear answer from the Saudis about their intention to intervene. Observers are also waiting to see how the meeting will tackle the contacts that Qatar held recently with several Lebanese leaders over nominating Army Chief General Joseph Own for the presidency. Gavin Basil hasn't endorsed them, though. However, 
After the French visit to Lebanon back in December, the French defense minister stated that the army chief is, quote, unenthusiastic, end of quote, about running for the presidency. So will there be a Qatari intervention after all? On another note, on Monday, the 16th of January, the first European judicial delegation that will question senior Lebanese banking and financial officials will arrive in Beirut, followed by two other delegations. The first delegation will be composed of judges, specialized investigators and judicial police members, as a part of investigating the corruption and money laundering carried out by the central bank governor, Riyad Salameh. Judicial sources said that Salameh's name is on the questioning, as, quote, he is the main element in the investigation that is being carried out by the three countries, end of quote. However, he may not be questioned in the first round, but Judge Ot Borosi has requested to interrogate him and others. Judicial sources, however, told newspaper Al-Akbar that the probability that Salameh won't show up is very strong, especially that indication suggests that the French side intends to interrogate him as a suspect and that the judge might immediately file charges against him. End of quote. We might ask, for how much longer will Salameh run away? You can find a list of who will be questioned in the show notes. Moving on, Deputy Speaker Elias Bowsap announced on Monday the 9th that the joint parliamentary committees are expected to approve the capital control bill in the next session. The law will allow transfers outside the country for the purpose of medication and education. The minimum monthly withdrawal will be $800 for dollar counts. The draft law will still need approval from the parliament. The electricity shortage will worsen over the next two weeks since the production plants ran out of fuel oil. Two months ago, three fuel ships docked off at the coast, but there's a dispute over the funds. PM Najib Mikari hasn't agreed yet to authorize a treasury loan with an extraordinary approval. Financial Minister Yusuf Khalil told anyone asking him about the file to speak with Mikari and Speaker Nabi Berry. The decision needs a decree from the government. A media source said that, quote, some believe that Berry and Mikari want to hold a new cabinet session in order to corner the FPM, while some have stressed that the funds are not available and the central bank governor Riyad Salameh's pledge is not clear. Knowing that the energy ministry has received additional confirmations from the central bank that the funds will be available once it gets informed of the decision by the finance ministry. To close this update, we've got a book suggestion for you. A World I Loved, the story of an Arab woman by Warat Magdisi Cortas. Warat is a Christian Arab woman born in 1909 in Beirut, who lived through some major events in the Middle East. Lebanon was at that time part of the Ottoman Empire and became a French mandate in 1920. She grew up in a liberal bourgeois family and had the chance to learn and become a teacher. She spent her entire working life at the Aliyah School as a principal. The author reflects about how the historical events have affected Lebanon. She tells about the confusion about calling her home Syria, Lebanon, or Palestine, as the boundaries of the Middle East seem to be constantly changing in 1925. It's a very compelling read that takes you on a trip back to the past. You'll get a glimpse of how Lebanon was all the events it went through to become what Lebanon is today. We highly recommend it if you want to get to know Lebanon well. And that's it for this week. We here at Rorschach are interested in learning, finding out new stuff and connecting, but also in spending less time on screens. Question, what about you? 
Are you listening just because you like this? Or is it part of an effort to spend less time on screens? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. It would be really helpful for us. Menschufkun! Menschufkun!